Hey guys, welcome in. This is Ball Down South's Sports Wave, and today we're going to cover the UK versus Miami, Ohio Week One preview show. I got with me John Hammonds. How you doing, John? I'm doing good, my man. That's great, man. You excited about this UK game coming up this week? I'm just excited about this whole team. They're going to be a really good football team. There's a lot of hype around Kentucky football, so let's get it started. All right, man. So first week, week one, Saturday, we play Miami of Ohio. Uh, they're a MAC school. Um, they're one of the better teams in the MAC, to be honest with you. They Over uh, the years, this has been a, a coach's heaven kind of for Miami, Ohio. You go through and look at the names of the people who have coached at Miami of Ohio and tell me you're not impressed, right, John? Yeah, and they had a guy by the name of Ben Roethlisberger, if you remember him. Yeah, they played there, right. But their coaches, I mean, Paul Brown's coached there, Woody Hayes coached there, Jim Tressel coached there. They even had Sean McVay there for a while. Um, like, you go through a list and look at their coaches, and it's pretty amazing. It's amazing to see the coaches that have, like you said, have been through there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's an amazing list. Anyway, so on Saturday week one, let's, let's begin this, and we'll talk about Will Levis, all right? Um, you know, Will Levis is getting some quite a bit of hype uh, throughout this offseason from NFL people. You know, he went and uh, done the uh, Manning camp over the summer, and he's had quite a bit of hype. He's coming into the season now, uh, which would be his second year at UK. And what do you think uh, about his season coming up and the way he'll play on Saturday against Miami? I think he's going to have a really good year. You know, he's going to have um, Tavion Robinson, formerly of Virginia Tech, um, he had, I think, 113 receptions and nine touchdowns in his three years in Blacksburg. Behind Robinson, they got Barry and Brown, a freshman, Dan Key. They got a strong group of tight ends. Um, you know, and given with the OC Scandrella, Scandrello and his history there, especially with the 49ers, I think there's going to be a lot of fun production in that, in that department. You know, they'll have, um, Gavassier Smoke in the ru running back position. They got the Ramon Jefferson from Sam Houston State, a transfer. Chris Rodriguez won't play on Saturday. Um, you know, there's a lot of words going around that nobody's really saying what's going on, that he can miss a multiple suspension, have a multiple suspension. So other than that, we don't really know what's going on with it. Stoops knows what's going on, and whatever the coaches say goes. So, not we'll just go nothing right now either. Yeah, right? and wh and whatever goes goes. We'll we'll play with who we got. We got a good running back room. We got a good lining back linebacker room. And and this should be a really fun team to watch, Kentucky. They they got a lot of hype coming into this season, and I'm excited to see how far we we go this year with the type of talent that we got on the field. So. I'm going to start with this. I mean, Levis, I think Levis is going to have a great year. I just hope he stays healthy. I'm not so sure what we have as backups. Uh, and I keep saying we because I'm a big Kentucky fan. We both are. So that's the reason why we're covering a Kentucky show. Um, and we're doing it on a separate 
platform as well. So, but um, you know, they um, the backup situation if something was to happen to Levis is, you know, it's at least questionable. At least it is, and I think you know with with Will Levis, he's gonna he needs the thing about Will that I told people last year is he needs to work on his interceptions. You know, he had 14 interceptions, which led the SEC. And I think going to the Manning Passing Academy this summer, working on his mechanics, I think he's gotten better. Um, there's been a lot of talk that he could be in the top five, top 10, maybe even 15 in next year's draft. So there's a lot of hype around Levis. There's a lot of hype around this offense. You know, they're going to start six freshmen on the offensive side of the ball, which is unheard of. And when you start six freshmen in the SEC on the offensive side of the ball, you got to be pretty good. You got to be pretty good, especially to play in the SEC. You know, that, the freshmen. Telling? Do you think that's telling about Kentucky by starting six freshmen, or do? You know, did they just have such a stellar class for them that it's just showing up so early? I think it's I think it's a combination of both. You know, they're getting they're getting better players. Kentucky's a better destination spot. It, it, it's it's a fun time to be a Kentucky fan right now. You know, I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. The last couple of weeks, they've been talking how good the defense has been doing. The secondary, how it's getting better, how the linebacker and true is getting. I think overall as a team, Stoops is not going to let this team slack off. He's going to keep doing what he has done all along. He's going to run the football, and he's going to play good defense. And there's a name to watch out for if you're a Kentucky fan out there, Deion Walker, a five-star out of Michigan. He's an absolute hoss in the middle on the defensive line. This defensive line might be the best we've had in quite a while along with the linebacker core. My biggest question is, you know, with the secondary. And and there's been a lot of talk recently, you know, Brad, how they're how they're coming into their own and how they're getting better in practice. And I just think, you know, what's going to happen with the secondary, I believe that's going to be the biggest difference in this year's team. What can the secondary do to to get better? Because you got a lot of good teams coming up throwing the football. You got Ole Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Georgia. So they're going to be tested early. They'll even be tested Saturday. Mineville Hall has a really good quarterback. They got a good offense. But at the end of the day, I believe Kentucky will win this game. I just don't think Mineville Hall's secondary is going to be good enough to stop Will Levis. I'm going to go on a limb here and I'm going to say Kentucky wins this game 42 14. They're going to, they're going to punch it in. They're going to put the throat down. I think Kentucky's got a lot of hype coming into this season. You know, they're not going to sit around and, and wait for a team to to stick around for the fourth quarter. You know how Stoops teams are notorious for is letting teams hang around to the fourth quarter. You know, you look back at the Central Michigan game a couple years back. You look at the Eastern Kentucky game where they had the game last year. Yeah, how they had to go to overtime to beat Eastern. I think this year you need to make a statement. You're number 20th in the country. You're, you're getting a lot of hype. Make a statement right off the bat. Yeah. So I, I'm going to give you a few of my – I'm going to give you three things and list three things here that I think 
that I'm a little bit worried about, okay, with this team. I'm worried about the blind side on the offensive line. Um, we got a young guy in there that has not started. He's going to get his first start on Saturday. Uh, Miami of Ohio, Ohio is going to be one thing, but when you get to the SEC level and we start playing those games, uh, we go next week to Florida, that's going to be a different thing. That's one. Uh, my second is the corners. Um, you, you said secondary. I think our safeties are good. It's the corners that worry me um, with with this team. And then the third thing that I'm going to list is um, a backup quarterback if something was to happen to Will Levis. Um, those are kind of my three worries with this team. I know there's been a lot of hype about Chris Rodriguez and, and his unavailability or suspension or whatever it is they want us to call it, um, you know, for these first game or two or three or however many games he's going to miss. Um, and he is a great player, and it is going to make a little bit of a difference. But I don't think him missing two or three games is going to make or break the season, to be honest with you. Um, those are kind of my three. The, our linebackers are strong. There's been a lot of talk about wide receivers. I think our wide receiver room is going to be a stellar surprise for most people. Uh, Dane Key and Barry on Brown are two freshmen that's coming in that is just, I believe, in two or three weeks, people are going to be talking about them. Um, I, I just really do believe that. Um, and I think our wide receiver room is going to show out I think Levis is going to show out as long as he can stay healthy. And, you know, so what do you think? Do you think those are three kind of keys for the season? I do. And the biggest thing that I've noticed this whole week is how close Kentucky is to a sellout for a Mineville-Ohio game. A match school. Right. And the season and season ticket sales back even five or six years ago when Stoops was here, I mean the stadium was like thirty five or forty thousand full for the opening game. There was, and the biggest thing with this year compared to years past, there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of noise, there's chances of possibly going and winning the SEC East, which everybody has put them in in that category i'm not saying they're going to go beat georgia i'm not saying that i'm just saying there's there's opportunities there to make a statement and what better way to start the season off than have the fans behind you you got almost a sellout crowd against a max school it's a and what makes this a big difference it's a seven seven o'clock game it's a night game everybody's going to be hungry to get back to watch college football Fans are going to be in the seats. You're going to have hot dogs. You're going to get to meet other fans. It's just that aroma of college football being back. Right. And I think that's what makes the difference in this weekend. I think Kentucky's going to make a difference with the crowd noise. Even, even Not even the Mac, not even Mineville-Ohio game. I'm talking all these games. There's, there's a lot of hype every single week coming to Kroger Field and watching Kentucky play. So this is a big season, not only for the players, but as a fan, getting to talk about it, getting to rant and rave about how good you, how, how good this team is, how where they're ranked at, 
there's just a lot of hype, like I said, going on around this team. Oh, yeah. So they're ranked for the first time ever in both preseason polls at the same time. You know, so they're 20 in the AP poll and 21 in the USA Today poll. And I think this is the first time since 78 that they've been ranked in the preseason poll. It is. But they've never been ranked in both polls. Of course, the USA Today poll, coaches poll, whatever, um, hasn't always been around. I think it was come out like in the late 70s or something like, like that. Like I said, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> so it's, let's talk about Miami, Ohio a little bit here for a minute. Um, they uh, they have a guy by the name of Brett Gabbert as their starting quarterback. Um, he is a red shirt junior. This is going to be his fourth year. And he pretty much has been the starter the entire time he's been there. He is a good one. Um, he's not his his per- completion percentages aren't spectacular. They don't jump off the map for you. I think he was at 57 percent last year. But what he's really good at is long throws and putting them in a spot and, and getting them to the, his guys. And uh, you know that's going to be something for us to look at on Saturday. He, he does have two or three receivers back that he's used to throwing to. And and our our corners, what I was talking about, our corner, you know, the corners are going to have to really uh, be heads up and and be awake and be ready to play on Saturday. Yeah, they, they got a star receiver, um, Mac Hippenhammer. What a name, right? <laughs> right. He's a transfer from, like, Notre Dame. He returns, and that's one of his tar- favorite targets. Last year, he hauled in 48 catches for f- 768 yards and five touchdowns. They add the Indiana transfer, Miles Marshall. He had a, a, a decent career in Bloomington. They also got a guy at tight end, Jack Coldarn. Coldarn. He'll th- so they'll test this Kentucky secondary with some new faces. But the biggest issue with this Miami team is on the defensive side of the ball. They they was hit hard by the transfer portal, but they do got some solid linebackers. But their right. secondary is just they're rebooting. Yeah, and well, I mean their defense, they lost you know, they lost three or four starters to higher up D one, you know, power five schools to transfers. And and that's what I said earlier. I just think Levis will torch this secondary that they got. It's a re it's a rebuild. I just don't think Miami can hang long enough to score for point for point with um, Kentucky. Yeah, I mean this is a week where we should definitely you know Kentucky should definitely win this game. I will say this. So the point spread on this game opened about 20 and a half, went up to 21. And then a couple of days ago, news come out that Chris Rodriguez was out for sure. And we're also without um, Wright on defense. And um, Kenneth Horsey, our offensive guard, was listed as a backup because he's been a little dinged up. I just got a report on a on a thing that Kenneth Dorsey is scheduled ahead to play Saturday. So, oh really? That's that's a that's a big key right there. So yeah, it is. So 
after the, that news come out, the, the spread on this game has actually dropped to 16. I think that's kind of interesting. It went from 21 to 16. Very interesting, yes. Yeah. So it's a home game, of course, Kroger Field. You're going to be there. Uh, I'm hoping you might do a live before on Facebook or something for us and do Ball Down South TV and do a live for us at the game. Um, I know that the um, service at Kroger Field inside is pretty spotty, so we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a – I need to fix new towers is what they need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty spotty place, especially once you get inside. Well, and you got 60,000 people rocking in one spot. Cell phone service can be really hard. Right, yeah, that's for sure. So I'm going to give you one little tidbit. So uh, on Saturday, Mark Stoops is going for his 60th win, which is going to tie Paul Bear Bryant, um, who coached at Kentucky in the late 40s and early 50s. And a lot of people don't know that, but he is still the leader of wins for a coach at the University of Kentucky. And Stoops is set to tie him if they can win on Saturday. But that's not even really the tidbit I'm going to give you. The tidbit I'm going to give you is this. Stoops' first win at Kentucky was also against Miami of Ohio in 2013. Did you know that? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, he... He, uh, the, his first win was against the Red Hawks, um, in 2013. So he could also tie Paul Bear Bryant for his 60th win, um, on Saturday. I thought that was kind of neat. And he can break the record next week against Florida. Right. And then I guess one of the last things I want to talk about is there's going to be some recruits in the stands on Saturday. Um, there's going to be several in-state recruits um, that are coming up as for unofficial visits and stuff to watch the game. But there is a couple of four-star guys that are coming there on Saturday for unofficial visits. One of them is, is Cutter Bowley, the quarterback. He is just a sophomore. He's in the 2025 class, but he is projected to be a four-star quarterback. Uh, Michigan has started. He has started hearing from Michigan. Uh, Mississippi State has been has offered him as well, I believe. And for a sophomore, he's only up and come. And then uh, Boo Carter from Chattanooga, Tennessee area, close to where Barry and Brown is from, is a four-star. And most people have him as a safety, but UK is actually recruiting him for a wide receiver spot. And they are both going to be at the game. They're actually good friends. And uh, they're going to come up and be there together. So I'm, I I'm want, excited. I just I, wanted I just, to throw that out and see what you had to say about that. I'm just excited. You know, I look at these recruits. And you look at the Josh Allens of the world and these other guys. And you see how Stoops has developed talent. And you can put a four-star guy out there all the time. And and that's fine. Five, four or five stars are great. But when you can develop talent like Stoops has done since he's been at Kentucky, like he did with Josh Allen and, you know, he did with 
Edwards, Mike Edwards, um, the linebacker crew with Josh Pascal. It's just amazing to see the development that Stoops has done under them players. And he's turned those guys into five-star, four-star type guys. Oh, and yeah, to I mean, me – Josh Allen's is fourth or fifth year in the NFL now. So, I mean, to me, that that's amazing. That's a really amazing thing. Right. He was the number seven pick in the draft after being a, like a no-star, basically. Two, he was a two-star, I believe, and he yeah, only had one senior offer. senior year he was, but before his senior year, I don't think he had any stars. No, he wouldn't. Um, and he, another thing too, he only had one offer and that was to Dartmouth. Right. And Benny Snell, if, if I remember correctly, he only had one offer and that was to Iowa. Yeah. And that was it. It's just Stoops finds these guys in the, in the wind someplace and he takes them and he builds them into a, into a top kind of guy. And that's what I love about Stoops and his development of, of players and how he gets them to play the way he needs them to play. Well, these two guys that is going to be there that I just mentioned on Saturday, um, you know, cut, uh, cutter Bowley, the quarterback, um, he is in Lexington Christian, I believe now transferred up there has played a couple of games this, this year now, and he's doing really well. He, the UK is basically going all in on him, you know, for their quarterback spot. They're, they are, uh, you know, going all in. They're going to, you know, put all their eggs in one basket, basically, is what it looks like right now for that class on Cutter, on Cutter Bowley. So, you know, getting him there the first game of the season is, is big. And then this Boo Carter kid that I'm talking about from Chattanooga, Tennessee, I mean, if you look at his offer list, it's everybody. I mean, you, you look at the offer list, and every name school that you can think of is on that list. So it's it's pretty amazing to see, you know. It is, and I'm excited. All right, man. So we both have Kentucky winning, of course, this week against Miami of Ohio, and uh, you're going to be at the game. And when we do these UK shows. Um, from now on, we're probably going to do a, a small little recap of the week before and then a small preview of what's coming up for the next week. Does that sound all right with you, John? Sounds good with me, brother. All right, man. And we appreciate you guys being on, and we'll catch